Noise department. When the wine is is producing something, people don't speak that much. They say, wow. They, they cannot explain the fact. It's like, it's like the heart. It's like music. You may like it or not like it, but at, at one time, people are saying, wow, something is happening. Same for wine. This is Thirst Trap, a beverage industry podcast. And I'm your host, Tracy Bradley. I'm very excited today because, I mean, on all of the previous episodes, we've had a lot of beer-centric people and mocktails and spirits and, and other things. And I am very excited today to let you know that we actually have a winemaker from Provence, France, in right. house with us today. Um, say hello to Alain Gachit. Yeah, good pronunciation. Thank you. <laughs> I was afraid I was going to butcher it. And here we are. Hello, Alan. How are you? Fine. Good. I, yeah, it's all fine. I'm just dis- discovering Las Vegas. Did your tour guide do a good job this week? Uh, yes, it was not too bad, yes. But uh, I came uh, to Las Vegas uh, many years ago. It was uh, in the 1980s. So I just rediscovered. I'm just rediscovering Las Vegas uh, about our wine activity, so it's quite uh, interesting. Were, were you here for a, 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 an event, or? Yeah, we were for an event for for at the WSWA event uh, at Cesar Forum, and uh, our purpose was uh, to to show the the, the wine we're making because I am the uh, winemaker, as you said, in Provence at Saint Tropez. And uh, we have been showing and uh, our, our wines, our different cuvee, and uh, we explain what the job we, we are doing on the daily life. As your tour guide this week, I have to say I had such a wonderful time with you, and it was so nice to meet you and hang out and learn about all of your beautiful wines. Just full disclosure, guys, I've had a lot of rosé in my life, and I've had um, what I was told was French rosé and none of the rosé that I've ever had in this lifetime compares to the wines that Alain makes. And I'm saying that not because he's looking at me right now. I'm saying this with absolute honesty and certainty. These wines blew me away. 100%. Thank you, Tracy, for that. Yes, it's uh, our job. It's our daily life. Uh, so we do manage a vineyard, which is uh, around uh, 180 hectares, uh, so close to Saint-Tropez, in Saint-Tropez. Uh, everybody is coming, many, many people are coming to Saint-Tropez. They don't think there is a vineyard. They don't think there are people working. Uh, so uh, growing the, the vine is a real job, a real work. So we do that uh, during uh, all the year. Now uh, growers are, are pruning the, the vines. And uh, now we continue the vinification, the aging of the wines. And uh, uh, our, our purpose about rosé wine, about Provence rosé wine from Torpe, is uh, to produce a real wine on its own. And uh, we, we age wine to make sure we get complexity, flavors, aromas about the rosé. And at the end, this is uh, to get pleasure, as you mentioned. And uh, we want that for, for, for discovering a vineyard, for discovering a regions, 
and to pair the wine with food to, to make sure everybody gets pleasure at the end. Tell us a little bit about well, how, how long have you been a winemaker? Oh, I've, I, uh, I've done my study in, in Burgundy as an engineer and onologist. My, my uh, parents were, were, were growers. They, were, they had a vineyard in the past. So I've been doing it all the time. And it's quite a passion uh, because at the end, if we do wine, you, you make something different. You, you never know what's going to happen. Every day you, you look at the soil to know what's going on about the vines. You, lo you look at the, the sky to see what's going on about the, the climate. And we know that uh, the climate is changing all the time. And it's a great deal for the planet and for the future. And every year, we never know what's going to happen because we work with the vegetal, with the climate, we work with the grapes. And uh, if at the end we, we want to make a good wine, uh, we have to, to, to get a good grape and everything has to be uh, controlled at the end to, to make sure that uh, everything is, uh, uh, will, 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 uh, will we be okay at the end. And this is why the wine is magical because you never know what can happen. It's not, it's not like other drinks. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm just uh, looking for the next uh, harvest. Uh, so, so uh, in 2024, thinking about uh, what, what's going about the vine, what's going, and uh, I, I, right now we are proposing the wines we are we are we are making. But no, I'm still thinking about the next uh, harvest. So it's never finished. Never finished. And um, so the seasons in France, when, w okay, so here in, in wine country in California, their harvest is in the fall. So we're looking like September, October. Yes, and we do, we do harvest uh, uh, at the end of uh, August. Uh, the, this year we just began the harvest on the 21st of August and it lasts uh, between six and eight weeks. So it's a busy day. We do harvest during the night. We do some unpicking, so it's a long day. And But uh, I would say we have to, to be very concentrated because uh, we have to make sure that everything is, uh, is done at the right time. And if you don't do the good job, you cannot make a good wine. And you do all of those things. Oh, we have a team. We are, we are, we are in the winery. There are uh, 15 people. Uh, um, for, for the vineyard, the vineyard is uh, composed of, uh, uh, um, in the vineyard, there are around 500 plots, uh, almost uh, 130 growers. So it's like a garden of vines with a typical, uh, a specific terroir, what we call Gnes. Uh, so I know that at the end I may obtain something, something very different because of the soil. Uh, it's uh, the the terroir is a combination between the the vegetal, uh, the the grape varietal, the climate, and all the people who are working, uh, uh, who are doing that. Uh, if the grower if the grower is not there, you you cannot you cannot produce uh, a good grape. And if you do, if the winemaker is not there, you cannot produce a good wine. And if the customer is not there or the taster is not there, uh, the wine does not exist because at the end, he's the, the one who tasted the wine 
who makes the wines. Because the, the, the wine is something, is, is a product that you share all the time. You, you, you don't do the wine for, for your own. You understand that? I do. You absolutely. Do, you, do, you do understand my English? I, absolutely. <laughs> well, I've, been, I've been with you all week. I hope that I understand you by now. So I should, I should come more often and should stay much longer. Yes. In order to practice, uh, to practice. But uh, uh, otherwise, uh, I mean, speak French in, in Provence at Saint-Tropez uh, on the French Riviera. But we have many people coming from all over the world and they are very amazed about the fact that uh, there is a vineyard, there is a cellar, there are winways, there are people working like me with a lot of patience. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a good, good discover for them. Well, I can't wait to visit you there. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Saint-Tropez, we know Saint-Tropez for many things, for many events. Uh, but they, they are uh, the Saint-Tropez you may imagine when, you, when, when, when you've never been there. Uh, but once you, you go there, you just discover something different. Uh, it, uh, it has always been the place for the painters, for the artists, for music and so on and so on, because it's uh, magical about, uh, about the countryside. I think that uh, if, in my next life, if I change of job, I think I will be a painter because the light is so amazing. You know, you, it's na the light is changing all, all the day. And uh, this is why when you live there, when you work there, you think that there is something very, very deep. And uh, this is why, why we work. When we work with the vegetal, with the soil, it has to be deep with, with three, between what's, what's, what's happening in, all around. And this is at the end what it's, everything is going together. That, that, that should work. I've never been to France. Just after Las Vegas, you go straight ahead, mm -hmm. you don't stop, and you just arrive. Yes. So But it's not so far, you know. And that's on my list, yeah. for sure. Um, so we did bring a couple of your wines uh, to talk about today and yeah. taste through. Um, I didn't bring both vintages of the Bravad. I just brought the 2022. Yes, yes. Because, uh, yes, the Las Vintage uh, 2023 is... Uh, Uh, not bottled yet. We, we plan to bottle it uh, next week because uh, we, we are not uh, making Prima Rosé, New Rosé. Uh, we want to, to be a rosé, a real, a real wine, uh, a, a rosé wine that we elevate. So as I told you, we age on the lees. But what are the lees? Uh, the lees are mainly uh, dead yeast uh, which feed the wines to get Uh, in order to get more complexity, uh, more structure, and at the end, it it, uh, it, it this is the one you may you may drink on its own. This is the one you may pair with food. Uh, this is the one you may uh, store in, in your cellar, and you you may drink in two, three, four, five years later. Uh, this is this is why we age the rosé wine. Uh, This is not usual for Provence Rosé or others Rosé, but uh, it does exist. And uh, we, we serve uh, a 2019 vintage in the restaurant, best, best tables. And uh, the chief, our very chief, 
the chiefs are very happy about serving this wine because they may uh, create food with that. Uh, we do create wine. And at the end, uh, there is a very uh, high combination between the, the wine and the food. Well, should we try the 2022 Bravade? Yes. Okay. Of course. And tell us about Bravade. What, was it named after anything? Yeah. Uh, Bravad, Bravad is the name of, uh, of an annual feast which lasts since uh, 1558. Uh, uh, and every year there is a fest uh, uh, which happens at Bravad on 16, 17, 18 of May. And... Uh, during three days, people are, are, are making fest about uh, around uh, Torpe. Uh, so the name of Torpe, this is the Italian name because uh, San Torpe de Pisa uh, came, came uh, uh, San Torpe de Pisa come from Pisa and he, he moved to, to San Torpe. And he's, uh, this is San Torpe de Pisa who gives his name to uh, San Torpe. Voilà. This is history. And La Bravade, so... Uh, to, to, to illustrate the fact that the wine is in connection with the terroir, uh, we, we, we name uh, La Bravade to make the connection with the history of, of, the, of the village. You understand that? Yes. Yes. So, uh, Torpe, Torpe is, uh, as I told you, where we begin the harvest uh, at, the, at the end of August. And uh, we do have the harvest at, at, at first. And after that, we, we begin the fermentation. We age uh, uh, the, the, the wine. And uh, we, we do the blend between the different grape varietals, which are called Grenache, uh, Tibourin, which is a local grape varietal, Cinceau, uh, Syrah, Mourvedre, and a white uh, grape, uh, which is called Roll or Vermentino. So it's, uh, I was speaking about the painter at the beginning. So we have different, uh, different cuvées, different tanks. And uh, at the end, we, when we do uh, the blend, it's like a painter. We make the choice about the curves to, to find the, uh, the, delic the delicatesse, uh, the, the balance we, want, we are looking for to make sure that at the end, uh, we will produce uh, the, the wine we are looking for. All right. So we're going to try the... Yeah. The 2022 Bravade. Yeah, so it's always a, it's always a very light color, uh, uh, pale, pale, uh, pale pink color, and uh, not exuberant, but very uh, delicate uh, aromas. Uh, smooth, smooth on the palate and with a, uh, well balanced with the freshness and very long of the palate with a salty, salty uh, taste at the end. And this is the mineral style uh, about this rosé. Okay. Well, cheers. We don't swallow strictly the wine uh, on the palette. We just try to, to move the wine in the palette to, in order to, to extract all, all the flavors and all the aromas. So th this, is, uh, this is La Bravade. And La Bravade is uh, the the art of uh, our range of wines and people uh, are, are looking the shape of the bottle and, and at the same time they are looking for the style of wine uh, because they are not 
they do not necessarily think that it's a rosé. You may drink it as a, as a, as a white wine. Uh, this is what we call a real wine. It is. It's so that's what I've been telling. So I've been spending the last two days with you at the convention talking about telling people about this beautiful wine. And I said, I, I think that Craig yeah. um, Demko, who um, is around here somewhere, he's just not on the pod with us he's at lost. the moment. He, he got lost somewhere in the building. Um, he, and I think this is an accurate description. This is a wine that just happens to be a rosé. So this is uh, this is five different varietals blended into this wine. Um, when I prefaced before that, I've I've had what I was told was French rosé wine. Um, I believe that those are much different because there were only maybe two varietals mixed in, or maybe even one. Um, and they. This they they pale in comparison to the wine I have in front of me right now. Yeah, I feel like I I was lied to in the past, and I didn't really have French rosé, and that this is this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. Yeah, and when you make wine, at the end you you have to know where where the wine comes from. As we say, the it has to be the image of the of the countryside, of the sky, of the of the soil. Of the grape varietals, and at the end of the of the person who is making the wines, and when when you taste the wine once and you retaste the wine a second time, you say, "Wow, this is this is the identity of the wine." Like many things, you you just have to take the time to to appreciate, or not to appreciate. You know, it's uh, tasting is quite subjective, but you may if you if you do that, uh, you 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 will increase your pleasure. You will increase the the fact that you will you will feel something. And when when we produce wine, when you taste wine, uh, at the end, uh, an emotion has to has to appear. It something has to happen. Well, I think my one of the my f- most favorite things about this wine is the finish. Yes, you yeah. you typically don't get this this it's this flavor burst no. on the mm-hmm. end, if you will. Yes, um, that's it's just absolutely beautiful. And as I said uh, about the structure, uh, at the end of the tasting, there is there 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 there, there is um, a noble noble bitterness and. That means that uh, that gives a long finish uh, on the palette, and uh, this is why you 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 feel okay because you you want to, to retaste again the wines. And again, and again, and again, and again, and again. Okay, so should we taste the other one? Absolutely. So then, our next wine that we're going to yep. go through is the 2019 Ultimum. So ultimum uh, twenty nineteen. So it's uh, it's not common to have a, a, a vintage like that for a rosé. 
but the idea when we begin the harvest and when do the vinification uh, at the beginning, we know we are making a wine uh, which will last in the time. So uh, we do select the best uh, uh, spot, the best terroir. Uh, we do select the best juices. And uh, this is the wine we, we age uh, during uh, 18 months at least in, uh, in big, ca- in big uh, cask, oak cask. And, uh, uh, and we bottle it uh, two or three years later. So the, there is an aging on the lees and there is a maturation on the bottles. Uh, this is what gives uh, something quite uh, very different, unusual, as uh, Tracy mentioned, because she discovered uh, this uh, wine during the convention. And uh, when people taste this wine, they, they are just, uh, for, for it, uh, it's quite new. Well, cheers. And uh, it's, uh, on, on this wine, you know, there is a honey style, mineral style, and uh, very smooth, round, generous on the palate. And uh, this is what gives the pleasure about this wine. And you cannot consider it's a 2019 uh, vintage. So this is your, your wine you have to share. And uh, it's uh, with friends uh, during, during a specific event. Uh, uh, just to, to 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 get the pleasure and in order to 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 discuss about the, this one this this is this is a wine uh, which which does not let you uh, uh, insensible and different and the varietals in this one are uh, the varietals are mainly uh, Grenache as usual Grenache is the main grape varietal. Uh, there is uh, a part of uh, Tiburin, and after that we had Syrah, and uh, there is Mourvedre either. This is Mourvedre, which gives the, the, the spicy uh, touch at the end. And they are more Mourvedre than for than La Bravade, for example, uh, because we want uh, this wine, uh, uh, we want to preserve this wine for a long time. Well, this is just... Very impressive. Uh, when we tasted through the wines on Monday night and you were telling us about, you know, the, the way that it's made and all of the varietals and everything of that nature, um, I told you that I have no words. Because if anybody knows me, they know that I have lots of words. I have lots to say about a lot of things. And your wines left me absolutely speechless. <laughs> Yes, the, the difficulty about explaining your wine that is that there is no word for explaining uh, what, what what everybody may, may feel about the wine. Uh, the words try the de- description we try to do is just to give a photography about what 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 can happen about, uh, with the tasting. Uh, this is why a comments about a wine. It's a personal view. It's something very personal. It's just to, to tease you, to tease you to say, oh, perhaps you should taste it, perhaps, but there is no true, uh, no, no truth about, uh, about tasting wine. Uh, 
everyone has uh, his own personality or on on emotion but at the end when uh, something is happening it does happen to to a lot of persons you know uh when when it's when, when the wine is is producing something people don't speak that much they say wow they they cannot explain the fact it's like it's like the heart it's like music you may like it or not like it but at, at one time people are saying wow something is happening same for wine yes exactly and that was one of my one of the my most favorite things about pouring this wine for the last two days was the fact that again people similar to myself that have had rosés and I was trying to explain to them just wait until you taste it and you know they came in skeptical but then they understood what I was talking about because the moment they tasted these wines their faces lit up they were so surprised and delighted by what they were tasting because this is unlike any rosé I've ever had. And I can speak to the people that I poured for at the event that it was the same for them. Yeah, it good. was a That's great right. experience. That's right. And when uh, you taste the wine like that at Las Vegas or at other place, far from the vineyard or from the winery, you just try to imagine imagine what's going on. And when you get the opportunity to visit the vineyard on the cellar, you you begin you begin to understand what's going on. If not if you, if not if you're not a professional, you may understand many things about what's going on. So you you have to come. I do. You have to come at Saint Tropez. I do absolutely. As as you know, on Monday night I invited myself. Yes. <laughs> and and you and you weren't you weren't opposed to that idea so no 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 everybody everybody wants to come point. to Saint-Tropez uh, everybody's welcome because it's a pleasure to to share what we are doing uh, every day I want to meet your employees I want to yeah. I want to see what they're doing and I would love to come during harvest and just assist and be a part of that process yeah. and, and just li like they are hands doing. on yeah. they like what they are doing because uh Otherwise, you don't do the job, you know, any job. But this one, you have to be implicated in what you are doing because the, the wine does not accept uh, something, uh, something, something, alpha, alpha, everything. Everything has to be done more than 100%. And I think that last night at dinner, our conversation, you said it all. Your wine is fucking great. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, because you know, as uh, I'm not the right person to say I'm, I am. This is the best wine. This is the wine you have to drink. I say just, just do it, and you will see. Uh, because uh, when we produce wine, you you never knows what's going on. You never know what's what what what's what will happen. So I'm very I'm very uh, we say safe uh, about about speaking about the, the wines uh, I'm producing. It's like, uh, Amy, uh, it's like when you're speaking about your kids, you know, you cannot say, 
cannot say this one is the best, the other not, and so on and so on. No, <laughs> I just say I, I did it. So this is this is your turn to to tell me what's going on. Yes, absolutely. I can't play favorites with my children. <laughs> and uh, and this is why the you know every year we renew, as I told you, we renew the exercise, so it's never finished. And uh, we are. We 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 all know we have a short life, and we in our job we know that we'll do at uh, the most fifty 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 vinification. So when when uh, you miss something, it means that uh, the others exercise uh, will not last uh, for such a long time. Right. Thank you, Tracy, for your listening. Of course, I, it was it was truly my pleasure. To hang out with you this week and be your Uber driver and yeah, everything. Yeah, good yes. <laughs> it was lovely. And thank you so much for sharing with us and and um introducing me to your beautiful wines. Yes, that's natural. You know, we 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 have to share what we're doing. We don't we don't we don't store the wines for, for the eternity. We just share the wines all the time. We share the love. Yeah. That's definitely, yeah, yeah. There is a connection between wine and love. And uh, the condition is the wine has to be good as love. Yes. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time before you fly back to France today yeah, to yeah. Uh, today, yes. come on my, my little podcast. And um, I look forward to staying in touch with you. Thank you, Tracy. You're very welcome. I'm Tracy Bradley, and that's the Thirst Trap Podcast. Produced and edited by Gonzo Greg Spillane for Noise Department. Our theme music is composed and performed by Jose Torres. Please like and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts and share with your friends and associates in the beverage industry or anybody who drinks things. You can always visit and contact me at thirsttrappodcast.com and you can find links to all the socials there as well. Till next time, cheers.